What's up, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite sports podcast, All Good Points. It's season two, and we're going to get right into the heat of the bish. Today, I'm going to be updating you on all the news from training camp and giving you some sweet fantasy info, including the information to join the first annual AGP Fantasy League. So remember to rate and review All Good Points on your favorite podcast platform. Follow me on Twitter. You can catch me on YouTube. Okay, that's enough of the intros. Let's get to this week's episode and season two of All Good Points. What's up, guys? Uh, Just wanted to start off by saying welcome back. It feels amazing to be back. It feels great to be talking about football again. Um, So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about training camp because training camp seriously opened with a bang. But there's currently a couple of players that are holding out for big paydays, and understandably so. Uh, the, The first one that I would like to talk about is Ezekiel Elliott. Now, honestly, this is a solid running back. He's honestly worth the money that he's asking for. Considering the Cowboys have one of the better offensive lines in the league, He's a workhorse, he eats yards, never missed a game due to an injury, so it's not a matter of if he gets paid, it's a matter of when he gets paid and how much he gets paid. Now, one of the things that I want to kind of focus on when I'm I'm saying how much is there is a, I don't want to say it's like a game, but it seems like a game of who can get paid the most, who can catch the biggest payday in your position. Uh, Zeke is poised out of the running backs that are up for paydays to be the highest paid running back in the league. That's mainly not just because he deserves it, um, but because the Cowboys right now uh, are in kind of like a particular situation as far as what do we pay him, considering the fact that Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper are going to be up for big uh, big paydays soon too. So there's there's kind of like a we've got a we can't lose the house on paying Zeke out. But we still need to make sure that this guy's more than more than comfortable with his contract so he doesn't try to search anywhere else. And it's not like he can really go anywhere else or anything like that. But at the same time, you as a organization have to be able to make sure that the player because I mean, Zeke is literally like the best running back they've had since Emmett Smith. I mean, that's not that's not just like throwing that out there. That's the best running back they've had since Emmett Smith. Ezekiel Elliott has done fantastic things for them. And I understand where people are coming from with the suspensions and the missed games, but that's kind of behind him now. Um, He's never missed a game due to an injury. So that's more than enough to be kind of paid for what he does. And not to mention the guy is incredibly hard to stop. You know, he's one of the top running backs in the league. So he definitely deserves a a really big payday. And honestly, I hope he gets it. Um, Moving on. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, he's pretty much a guaranteed payday considering he's like the only sure-handed wide receiver in New Orleans. That's just truth. Best route runner in New Orleans too. Drew Brees loves throwing to him. There's a lot of things working on Michael Thomas's side. Like there's not there's not really like a big margin for error on his on his part. And it also works with the same thing. Um, you know, who's going to be the highest paid wide receiver right now? I think it's Odell, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure New Orleans might offer Michael Thomas a contract that beats Odell's, and that'd be kind of insane. But either way, it's a no-brainer for them. Um, it also just depends on how hard of a hit it is, because you're as a, as an organization, the thing that you're going to be trying to figure out is who you're going to have to pay next. So, oh, we guarantee Michael Thomas this big, uh, this really big payday, or we say that we're going to pay him this much. We have to make sure that we have enough cap room to pay the rest of these guys because the rest of these guys are going to want to get paid too. They still have Alvin Kamara there. 
that's somebody that you're going to have to pay a lot of money. Not to mention the people on the defensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people that they're going to have to pay there. So they have to make sure that they don't lose the house on the Michael Thomas hit. Now, this next one is kind of an interesting one, okay? Melvin Gordon, he's been holding out for a while. Now, honestly, he's probably going to have to sign with the Chargers for less than what he wants. But there's a reason behind that, okay? Reason being is Austin Eckler performed really well in Melvin Gordon's absence. So you have... You have a running back that's that's your your backup. Let's just say, let's put you in the shoes of Melvin Gordon for a second. You're running really well. Um, you end up getting injured or something like that, whatever. But this other guy comes in and he starts kicking ass too. Well, that kind of puts you in a in a bad bargaining situation because they already have a running back that they could have fired up and ready to go. So you're gonna have a little bit of an issue there trying to, you know, negotiate because at the same time. Melvin Gordon's had some serious injuries, including last year's sprained MCL. It kind of it kind of mirrors the Le'Veon Bell situation, like how Le'Veon Bell was holding out and decided to not play. Um, and then James Conner came in and just kind of shredded it. And Pittsburgh was like, well, it doesn't look like we really need you, Le'Veon, so you can go. The difference here is that Melvin Gordon is probably going to get fined for every game he holds out, which Le'Veon did too but he's probably going to get fined a little bit more. So there's some interesting things about holding out for a contract. Melvin Gordon is probably going to have to buckle down and uh, accept less than what was originally what he was originally looking for. That's not a bad thing. That's not bad for the Chargers, and it's not bad for Melvin Gordon. What will probably end up happening is he'll sign something like a year, right? He'll sign, he'll sign for a year, and next year he'll probably work his way through free agency trying to find somewhere else to play. That's that's probably the way that this is going to work out. Uh, but for now, he's going to have to bite the bullet, probably take a little bit less money. Moving on from holdouts to injuries um, and suspensions. Don't I don't even want to talk about suspensions. Holton Hill, you got to get your shit together. Honestly, I don't think he's coming back to the Vikings. He's on an eight-game suspension, so whatever. But whatever. I just honestly, sometimes that stuff just really gets under my under my skin. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, whatever. Anyways. Um... Number one, the most notable that came out of camp was A.J. Green. Uh, it was something that seemed like a sprained ankle, but he's likely to miss the season opener versus the Seahawks, not to mention their center Billy Price and rookie Jonah Williams are both out. Billy Price is on the non-football injury list, and Jonah is on the physically unable to play list. Now, that sucks because Billy Price is like their star center, and Jonah Williams, they just drafted this year, kind of to shore up that offensive line, and I looked really good. We don't know the extents of, of uh, their injuries, but we're going to have to keep an eye on that and monitor that, especially if you have this. This is going to kind of tailor to the fantasy side. But if you were thinking about drafting a player like Joe Mixon, you're going to have to take into line his off, uh, take into account his offensive line, because if that offensive line ends up not being able to recuperate or recover, you're kind of going to be screwed. And there's no real reason to draft Joe Mixon. Either way, um, another player, Detroit Darius Slay, was placed on the non-football injury list. Now that could mean a couple of different things. There's, I think that's a weird, that's such a weird category, the non-football injury list, because then it's like, okay, well, we would like to know what happened. Like, I, I don't really, I don't really want to know. Like, you don't have to tell me details of it, but if he hurt his foot while like mowing a lawn, or he was playing basketball, or something like that, like he, 
he hurt his foot that way. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's something light. But when you put like, oh, non-football injury, like, wait, did he have a heart attack or is he sick? Like, what's what's the deal here? We want to know, you know. Um, Darius Slay is a huge piece of the of the Detroit defense. So uh, Detroit defense, I kind of fudged up the words right there. But um, he's a huge part of that defense. So they're going to need to figure out what the, what's uh, going on there. Or if it's not something that's serious, then, then that's okay. Uh, Green Bay placed Mason Crosby on the non-football injury lift, list with a calf injury. So that gives us a little bit more of a specification, but it's also kind of scary when a kicker goes down with a calf injury. That's something that's pretty serious. Um, you can't, I don't know, I don't know really what the word I'm looking for here is, but if a kicker goes down with a calf injury, you kind of hope that it's something like calf soreness or tightness or something like that or it's not very serious, they'll be able to recover and recuperate by the season. Mason Crosby is a relatively good, he struggled in a couple of games last year, which was really, really odd to see. But as far as fantasy goes, Mason Crosby is a great kicker to have. Um, and him having a calf injury is probably, probably doesn't bode well, but either way. Uh, and as I said, Minnesota's problems at corner continue to, uh, to just get worse. Holton Hill is going to be suspended for eight games. But on top of that, Mike Hughes's ACL tear turned into a multi-ligament injury and could take even longer to recover. Now, you guys know this about me. I'm a, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan and I try to remain unbiased, but Jesus Christ, can we catch a break, please? Just once. Just want a little bit of a break. No injuries. Or if they are injuries, let it be to less significant people. Okay? Just the other people. Okay. Not Mike Hughes, but either way, Mike Hughes is still working on rehabbing his injury. Nobody knows uh, what the timetable really is for him to return. Um, so it's back to being problems for Minnesota. I know they've worked out a couple of people. The most recent one I saw was Morris Claiborne. No, just, just no figure something else out. The one thing that I heard was somebody talking about, um, them them going to see if Captain Munnerlyn was still available. Bring him back. Please bring him back. I would love to see Captain Munnerlyn play for the Vikings again. I loved him before. I love him even more now. Um, moving on to the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Luan will most likely be suspended due to a violation of the NFL substance abuse policy. Now, that's interesting. Those are interesting words. Last I checked, he's trying to appeal it. Um, you don't really know how that's going to go against the NFL. It's not really good to go against him anyways. It'll probably be like a four or five game suspension at most. I don't think it'll be very, very long. Um, probably in more severe news for Tennessee is that Derrick Henry, Henry, Jesus, was walking around in a boot. Um, that's that's relatively more serious than, than Taylor Lewan being suspended. Um, it, here's the thing, guys. This is the first episode back in a while, so I'm going to like struggle through some of these words back to back. So just just deal with it, okay? Um, but him having or walking around in a boot anyways, that kind of bodes really, really bad for them. Um, not because they don't have, you know, great backups, wink, wink, but... Derrick Henry is the workhorse there, and you don't even want him going into the start of the season with a slight injury, because if anything happens to that guy, Tennessee's running game is gone, 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 okay? So 
work on that. Figure out what's going to go on with Taylor Luan. If it's not if it's not really that big of a deal, if it's like a three or four game suspension, then it's not really that big of a deal. Like you can lose the first four game of the first four games of the season and be okay. It's not that big of a deal, especially in the AFC. Um, so that's going to wrap up this week's training camp update. Let's take a quick break. I've got some announcements for you guys. Announcements. Jesus freaking Christ. I've got some announcements for you guys and I'll be back with some uh, fantasy football action. All right. Hey guys, just a quick couple of announcements before we get back to the show. I just wanted to let you guys know that I am on Twitter. You can follow me at Ricky Gray Jr. I'm also on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel. Uh, It's Ricky Gray Jr. If you type it in, you'll follow it. You can subscribe to me there. I've got two videos up so far. Um, There's going to be a ton more added later. I'm going to be doing a travel video for when I go to Minnesota for the season opener. So if you guys want to check those things out, just type in Ricky Gray Jr. to YouTube or Twitter and you can keep up with all the updates. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so first things first, welcome to the first annual AGP Fantasy Football League. Now, if you want to join, here's the way to do it. First, you're going to make an ESPN.com account. Then you're going to DM me your email address so I can send you the invite. It is a 10-team league, but no worries. If you can't get a spot, I can change the number of teams. Now, you're going to need to stay active. If you have questions or concerns about anything, you can message me on Instagram at All Good Points Podcast, or you can follow the podcast Twitter, or you could just hit me up on Twitter personally or DM me personally. Either way, whatever's the best way for you guys to uh, get in contact with me, or if you have questions, if you have concerns, if you're wondering when the draft's going to be, that'll all be uploaded on ESPN.com. As far as prizes go, the first place prize will win a tailgate package for the team of their choice. Now, When I say that I'm putting together a tailgate package, this is going to be serious, okay? We're not talking any Bush League, like, random put together of of prizes for a tailgate. This is going to be serious, all right? This is going to be real. Now, if you're looking for some fantasy info, if you're looking to uh, maybe expound on your information as far as fantasy football goes, so you got a better chance, you're going to want to follow Joseph Roberts on, uh, or Joseph Robert on Instagram, at uh, Fantasy Football Counselor. And after the draft, I'm going to be evaluating the teams and giving weekly updates. That's the way that you guys will be able to stay in contact with what's going on. Uh, every episode, I'll be talking about who won, who lost, who you know should make some adjustments to their team, those things like that. So you're going to get constant updates about who's doing well, um, who needs a little bit of help. But either way, you guys are going to be getting updates throughout the whole entire season. So make sure to um, stick around and uh, listen to that to make sure that, you know, you get all the information that you need. Now, if you want to talk fantasy, let's talk a little bit about fantasy. Now, it's going to be a standard league, okay? I'm not going to get into PPRs or anything like that because it's confusing for a lot of first-timers, and I don't want to confuse you guys, okay? I don't want to. I don't want you guys to feel left out or uh, feel like you're behind. I want you guys to feel like it's a very easy league. It's very simple, especially in the beginning with this being the first one. I don't want you guys to feel kind of lost or anything like that. Um, If you're talking about uh, uh, players that you should draft, uh, everybody's going to tell you to go running back early. That's what I would do. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, The draft position is going to be randomized. I am not going to decide it because that just wouldn't really be fair to you guys. So it's going to be randomized at the beginning of the draft. So an hour prior, you'll be able to see what spot you're picking so you know uh, who to pick or why to pick or, yeah, whatever. You'll be able to uh, make your decision an hour before. Just so you guys know, um, 
it's completely open. Uh, you guys can email me or, or DM me with questions about maybe who you should be setting in your lineup. Uh, Derek Henry is a hot item this year, especially if he gets that boot off of his ankle. He's going to be a hot item at running back. Ezekiel Elliott will be another one that's up there. Um, the only person that I'll actually tell you to stay away from is Le'Veon Bell because, I mean, that's the Jets' offensive line. The only thing that I can see that's kind of interesting about Le'Veon Bell is that they're probably going to lean on him a lot um, out of the backfield throws like that. So he's probably going to get a lot of attention, but that's not necessarily a good thing, especially when it comes to fantasy points, because defenses will know that they need to tune in to uh, to Le'Veon Bell and make sure that they shut him down, because that's going to be like the linchpin of the Jets offense. Uh, wide receiver wise, a guy that I'm pretty hot on, obviously, is Michael Thomas. Uh, Robbie Anderson for the Jets is a is another good one. Adam Thielen, obviously. Stephon Diggs, obviously. I'd say stay away from Antonio Brown. Um, that's kind of just a personal preference. I don't think I would pick him. Um, I guess maybe maybe if it's late and he's available, I'd go for him. The only thing that I'm concerned about is I don't know what that Derek Carr-Antonio Brown connection is going to look like. Also, I heard something very strange from John Gruden saying that he's, he's really liking Nathan Peterman. I, I don't like that at all. You have Derek Carr there. Use him. Anyways, uh, the other thing is Derek Carr doesn't seem to be responding very well to the John Gruden technique of coaching. So I don't think the Raiders are going to be too hot this year, so I wouldn't say Antonio Brown's going to have a standout year. Another thing, Odell Beckham. Um, When it came to Odell Beckham being in New York, he was kind of the go-to receiver, and then Sterling Shepard showed up, and everybody kind of started you know, Eli started targeting Sterling Shepard and Odell kind of got a little bit less looks. Now, the same kind of thing is going to happen in Cleveland because Jarvis Landry and David Njoku is there. There's a lot of targets for Baker to throw to, so Odell might not get as much attention. That's just throwing that out there. Uh, speaking as quarterbacks, uh, Drew Brees, great pick. Uh, Matt Ryan, another great pick. I'd say stay away from Kirk Cousins unless, um, I don't know, honestly, Honestly, you're going to have to see what that offensive line looks like for Minnesota this year before you before you do anything as far as Kirk Cousins go goes. You're going to have to make sure that that offensive line actually looks good and can support him to where he can actually make competent throws from the pocket. You're going to have to make sure of that, okay? I don't want you guys drafting Kirk just because you're Vikings fans. Um, Dalvin Cook, I, I'm circling back to running backs. I like Dalvin. I do. 100% I like Dalvin, but he's got a lot of injuries. Um, so be careful when you're thinking about drafting Dalvin Cook, okay? Just throwing that out there. Fair warning. All right. Anyways, all of you beautiful people, that is going to be it for this week. Remember to rate and review all good points on your favorite podcast platform. Follow me on IG, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. It's Game Over 702 is my handle on Twitch. You can follow me there too. Um, all of that good stuff. I'm going to be seeing you guys next week. So you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you next week.